You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with chiropractor Dr. Greg Rubenstein. Dr. Rubenstein is the founder of 57th Street Chiropractic, located in the heart of Midtown Manhattan, where he has been practicing since 1993. He specializes in pediatric and family care, and Dr. Rubenstein is a long-standing member of the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. He has been serving as an executive officer for the New York Chiropractic Council. And for his hard work and dedication, he was selected as the recipient of the Beacon Award, which is the highest award given by the New York Chiropractic Council, also known as Chiropractor of the Year for New York State. He also serves as a board member of Friends of Fresh and Green Academy, a nonprofit organization that does extensive charity work in education in Ethiopia. Dr. Rubenstein is widely considered to be one of the top chiropractors in the U.S. and is also a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. Today we are going to talk about a very important topic, repetitive motion injuries. Hi, Dr. Rubenstein. How are you today? I'm doing great, Liz. Thanks for having me on. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for joining me. So what are some common names for certain repetitive motion injuries? Wow. You know, there are so many repetitive motion injuries, but, um, you know, the things that most people think of when they think of these things they call RSI or repetitive motion injuries, carpal tunnel is a very popular one, tennis elbow, golfer's elbow, um, plantar fasciitis. Um, are by far the most popular and named, but generally any bursitis or tendonitis, tendinosis, nearly all of those things come under the, the title of repetitive motion injuries or repetitive stress injuries. Um, anything that you, know, you do over and over again, even the most simple movements will start to aggravate if there's not enough rest and recuperation um, for the body to overcome those stresses, and then we start to get the inflammation, the swelling, and the pain. So there are many different things. I mean, you can have repetitive motion issues like runner's knee, which is like a, a common lay term, but those are usually just the inflammatory processes that go on with it. So even certain forms of arthritis could be considered repetitive motion injuries. And how do you know if you have a repetitive motion injury? What are the symptoms? Well, pain in any joint that, or, you know, or any area that gets overused, like tennis elbow is a popular, popular repetitive motion injury, especially for people who use a lot of topspin because turning the wrist over and to put the topspin on the ball will really start to affect the forearm musculature. So you'll get pain, swelling, tenderness. Um, you know, those are the main things that you'll see. And most people who have a repetitive stress injury when they come into my office, they're usually the ones telling me their diagnosis because they know what they're doing. You know, they're like, well, every time I run, my knee hurts. Or every time I run, I get, you know, plantar fasciitis. Or every, you know, time I play tennis, four hours later, my right arm is killing me and I can't even open a jar. So these things are pretty easy to spot and most of the time, People are pretty self-aware of what's going on, but I think a lot of people, and even myself included, are kind of like these adrenaline and sports junkies, and we get hooked on these things, and we don't want to stop doing them. We don't listen to our body when it's in pain, and then we continue on with the activity, and these things become more chronic and set up. And if someone's an athlete practicing the same sport over and over, 
How can they avoid a repetitive motion injury? Um, well, I mean, obviously being in good shape and exercising and stretching, you know, is, is a huge bonus because you're in good condition, the likelihood of a repetitive stress injury is going to be less. The weekend warrior is going to be a little bit more prone to those things. Um, and the weekend warrior um, needs to learn proper mechanics of their sport, so whether it be tennis or, or golf, you know, if you take instruction and you learn how to hit the ball properly, whether no matter what your sport is, you're going to do better because the mechanics of your swing is going to be smoother. So those things are really important. So I tell people, just take some lessons, and the pros are going to teach you how to avoid the bad habits that aggravate those conditions because if they've been had a long career at it, they've obviously been doing things right. So it's important to have good people around you uh, and a proper personal trainer and having a good chiropractor and having a massage therapist to be able to deal with the things that you create and help aid in your recovery. Um, you also need to recognize, you know, when you're starting to develop these problems earlier because the earlier you identify them, the easier they are to treat. You know, but general rules of thumb, you know, there's always rest and ice and, you know, compression to manage these things properly. Um, and just basically the most common thing is people are not giving their body enough time to recover and heal so these injuries become more chronic and more set up. And what can people do at work to avoid getting repetitive motion injuries? Well, there's a lot of things that happen at work that can cause these repetitive motion injuries. Um, you know, carpal tunnel, you know, if you're on the keyboard all the time, but there are other people who work for the post office and are, you know, sorting letters or, or lifting and carrying boxes. So, you know, the most important thing when you're at a desk is using good posture, um, using ergonomic chairs. Um, and desks and using stand-up desks. They have splints and wrist guards and, and wrist supports that can use on your keyboard. Um, if you're doing like heavy lifting, if you're working in construction, using a back support, learning proper lifting technique, bending the knees. But the one thing that will help all, all these people in common is getting their spine checked regularly. If you keep your spine and nerve system healthy, your body is going to work better. It's going to be faster to heal and repair itself. Because let's be honest, when your body heals, it heals itself. It just replaces the damaged cells with healthy new ones, but that process requires time. And most people don't give their body enough time to rest and recover. So there are many, many things you can do at work depending on what you do for work. But once these things start to develop, the help of a chiropractor, a massage therapist, using ice, um, and, and all those different things are really going to aid in preventing these things from becoming more chronic or a more permanent type of disability. So I always tell people, you know, when you're at work, make sure you have an ergonomic setup. Use a standing desk. Don't be sitting on, on your butt all day. Don't fall into the chair. Actually sit on a fitball so it requires you to use your core to maintain proper strength and, and use your body to hold you upright. Um, that activity and everything will engage different muscles and take the pressure off certain muscles that get overused. So there are myriads of things that you can do. It really depends on your job and the type of things, but I think that scratches the surface and gives people a good idea of what they can start doing. And lastly, what treatments are available to help with these injuries? Well, obviously, as a chiropractor, I'm a big proponent of chiropractic care and enhancing nerve system function and increasing the body's ability to heal and adapt. Um, but other things that are great is massage therapy, and I use massage therapy once or twice a month easily to work on me because I'm constantly working on other people. Um, you know, you can do, you know, cryotherapy, the ice to help control the inflammation, 
Um, there's lots of stretching exercises that are extremely important, you know, just general stretching and at the point of pain. So whether it be in the forearm, the elbow, or in the shoulder, um, there's stretching that can be done. Um, maintaining a proper diet and nutrients and hydration are also very important for your body's ability to heal. Um, so I just make sure that all of my patients know that they need to get their spine checked and there's other things that they need to do because chiropractic, although it's going to be very helpful, it's not a panacea. It's not going to cure everything that ills you. Um, so there are other people that we call in. And I think massage therapy um, is, is one of the better ones to repeat the RSIs. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Rubenstein. We know you're busy, so I just want to thank you for all of your time and help today. You are most welcome, Liz Harvey. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with Dr. Greg Rubenstein, you can either go online to www.chiropractormidtown.com or call 917-534-6484 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our entire team, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.